What's going on, good people? It's your boy Tunde, artist, mix engineer, media producer, and welcome to another episode of Faith Talk, where we talk about current events and issues with biblical truth and wisdom. Uh, so, for today's message, if you will, um, I want to talk about dealing with rejection. Universal, universal issue. We all got to go through it, right? Um, I deal with rejection. I'm sure you deal with rejection, and I'm sure, I'm sure all of you would agree with me um, when I say that, you know. Rejection can be discouraging at times. It can be super discouraging, especially when it comes to our hopes and our dreams, things we aspire to do, whether career side, excuse me, career wise, um, in relationships. I mean, rejection, rejection sucks. Rejection can hurt, you know. Um, and I know for me, I kind of want to just give you guys a little bit of my background um, as it ties into dealing with dealing with rejection um, and how I've kind of dealt with it in my life. Um, so just to give you a little bit of a backstory. Um, my background is in, you know, music production, singing, songwriting, um, videos and photography. And, uh, my passion has always been to create, um, you know, from an early age, I've always had a passion to create. And I feel like creating, uh, if I had to pick a way to flatter the Lord, I imagine it would be creating because he himself is a creator. And so what better way, uh, than to put a smile on your father's, uh, your father's face, um, than to demonstrate some of his attributes. See what I'm saying? Oh, that was good. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so that was the case for me. And uh, basically, after high school, went to college, studied media production. Um, and I knew I wanted to get into, you know, doing music videos, directing music videos, um, directing, you know, maybe short films, things like that. And also having a music career. That was the goal. That was the dream. So after, after undergrad, uh, I went to grad school. I spent a year. Uh, in London, I went to the University of West London in the UK. Um, I was there for yeah, it was it was a uh, it was there for a year, and it was an amazing, amazing experience. Um, you know, I learned a lot while I was there. Probably more so on my own time, unfortunately, not so much at the at the uh, university. Uh, there's a little bit of that. There's a little there's a story to that. But um, anyway, so while I was in London, I also had the chance to collaborate um, with like talent with other creatives and just on a side note for those of you who haven't been to london london is an amazing place uh for creatives it's an amazing place for music it's an amazing place for photography it's an amazing place for for video if you're trying to do any of that stuff uh london is definitely the spot to do that it's not hard to get uh involved it's not hard to find people who want to like if you're someone who's trying to like if you're like me uh like i was and you were just you're just trying to build your portfolio there's a lot of people who are willing to work with people um, who have no experience. Um, and obviously who doesn't want to, who, who, who wants to turn down free work? Right. Um, but anyway, it was in that time that I, I really got, uh, I really caught the video production bug. I really found out, you know, through, um, actually working with like some models, working with uh, a rapper and a singer at that time that, wow, like I actually like this. I like directing. I like scouting locations. I like, uh, I like to, uh, um, you know, uh, come up with uh, outline of different shot shot types and um, I just like working with other people and meeting new people it's a video production is a great way you know to meet people I, I'd add media in general to that as well it's a great way to meet people um, and so you know I had a chance to really get my feet wet and realize wow like I want to do this full time you know for a living and then of course pursue have it you know use that to pursue my music um, and so once I graduated came home to Chicago you know, and I went through what I'm sure a lot of y'all went through. Um, I went through post-grad depression, you know, I was depressed, you know, and I think it just was a culmination of 
you know, uh, kind of going through the stress of, hey, you're about to get married because I was also engaged at the time. And uh, also, you know, you know, just what comes with having gone, you know, for a period of time of being used to a set structure. You know, for me, it was that that last seven years was, you know, work, college organizations. I was heavily involved and to come home, um, you know, from London and this straight eight months straight, no job. And I think uh, in hindsight, I was handling it with the wrong attitude. God was definitely still present uh, in my life and I was still seeking him and I was still um, drawing near to him and, and, and reaching out to him and praying about everything I was going through. You know, um, also when I was in Dallas, you know, I had my wife and I, well, my, my now wife and I, she was my fiance at the time, but we had fasted for three weeks, you know, and we were trying to figure out what God's plan was for our life, you know, and one thing he revealed to me, uh, well, he, he revealed two things to me. One, uh, I'll get into talking about, uh, when I release my episode of the power of forgiveness, but, um, uh, specifically one thing he did reveal to us in terms of where we were going to live was Dallas. You know, uh, long story short, he told me in a dream. And so again, fast forward, when I got home to Chicago, my intention was, okay, I'm going to find anything in video production, um, in Dallas. And so I just went hard for like the first couple of months, maybe just on indeed daily, um, checking my emails daily, which really can increase your anxiety uh, on LinkedIn daily. And please let me, I'm sure y'all know, like <laughs> on LinkedIn, so you want to you want to know everybody on LinkedIn. You want to know you want to know who are you? Are you a, are you a t talent agent? Are you a, 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 a hiring manager? Who, who do you know? Like like when you're on the job search, like LinkedIn is like your best friend. But anyway, um, I was doing everything because I had in my mind, OK, this is what God wants us to do. This is where he wants us to live. And this is what I want to do with my life. Right. And I got a real reality check, a real reality check. I found out how super competitive the video production slash media industry really is like today. I mean, we've seen just how, how, uh, um, how video really is the, the, the forefront of all businesses today. This I'd say, I'd say video and social media is the forefront today. Right. And so companies are looking for you. They're looking for someone to represent their company through video or through media. Right. But that also calls for a lot of, uh, a lot of requirements, you know, and it doesn't help that there's a lot of, I mean, it's super competitive, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's a, it's a large pool of people wanting to do the same thing and that increases the competition. Right. But I feel like the day where companies actually hire you, um, because well, they see you have talent, but they also see the potential and character that, Hey, this is a person who can grow with our company. Now I feel like it's, well, we need someone who's completely polished ready to go. They had, they had what we're looking for. You know, I mean, I, that's personally what I feel my experience was like, uh, is like, um, and yeah, so I got that reality check and again, I wasn't handling it in the right way. You know, I was just also having this pressure of, you know, I'm about to get married. I don't have a job, you know, and, and, you know, just also dealing with being home and, you know, I grew up in an African family, so, you know, I'm an introvert, but it's never quiet in that household. Right. And so a lot of things, you know, just dealing with family, you know, kind of got to me and, you know, I was real depressed. It was real hard. It was a hard season and I was applying for tons of jobs. Again, I was always on e my emails, checking constantly. I was getting bitter. I was getting angry if I wasn't, 
hearing from anybody. I was getting angry and bitter if I didn't even, you know, if I got if I got rejected uh, for for a position. And so that's kind of what I want to kind of hit on, uh, you know, in this in uh, in this in this message today. Um, for me, like I realized on how unhealthy it was, you know, how I was dealing with rejection, because I also when I think about the Lord, right, I think about how. You know, a lot of times we seek God for what he can do for us when really he wants us to seek us for what he can do in us. Right. So it's not so much about, Lord, help me get through this problem or Lord, help me get to this destination. It's really about, Lord, show me what you're trying to fix in me and how I can better handle the situation or show me, Lord, what you want me to work on before you take me to this destination. That's what I had to learn. I had to learn that the hard way. Um, again, it still helped that I was connected to the Lord. Otherwise, I wouldn't have learned that. And I was still plugged into a church. And I have to say this, like in hindsight, guys, like the worst thing you can do uh, when you're going through depression is to isolate yourself. Do not isolate yourself. Talk to friends, talk to family, reach out, get involved in a church community, hear the word of God. Um, it's so important. And it, it'll just save you a lot of unhealthy uh you know, heartache. Um, so yeah, um, surely enough, you know, once I went through that season about eight months later, you know, I found a job, finally found a job through a hiring staffing, staffing agency that my mom's friend recommended. Um, they hired me on the spot. You know, there was no, uh, interview process. It's just, Hey, you know, come in, start on this day. And I ended up being a computer data entry assistant uh, for about, you know, two months. And let me just say, I was, I was miserable. I was, I mean, really it was, you know, you come in early in the mornings, you sit in a, a cubicle for eight hours. Um, and you just punching numbers in your micromanage. You got people yelling across your yelling across the room. Why isn't, why isn't, why isn't, uh, X, Y, and Z performing? I don't know. Or so-and-so slowing us down. And that was just an unhealthy, that was a toxic situation for me. And on top of that, I'm not going to discredit that kind of job because I know there's a lot of people out there uh, that do that kind of job. But I think for me, being a creative, that just wasn't the dream for me. Um, that wasn't something that was fulfilling for me. I knew that I was I knew that I wanted more and I knew what I wanted to do. Um, you know, I knew that I wanted to, uh, you know, create and produce and and do music and do video and do photography. That was my passion it still is. Right. And so I was miserable at that time. And I know the Lord saw my discontentment because surely enough. Remember how I said, like, LinkedIn is your best friend, especially if you're looking for a job to get out of your current job. And such was the case for me, right? And yeah, I remember one day I was on LinkedIn and I, I come across this guy who was looking at my profile. His name's Pete Muir. Um, and I'm just wondering, okay, who is this guy? And I look up his profile and find out that he's actually someone who works at the university that I actually applied for. Because backtrack, I studied record production in London, right? And so one thing I found out is that you could teach. And so I had actually looked into Cornerstone University where this guy works um, and I applied in London uh, while I was still while I was still finishing grad school and I didn't hear back. And I assumed that it was because I wasn't what they're looking for. Well, fast forward back to introducing myself to Pete Muir. He's reaching out to me, seeing if I'm still interested in the position that they were just trying to reconstruct it. And sh listen, this is this is OK. Two days, a computer data entry assistant miserable unhappy looking for a way out so at that point anything <laughs> like that seemed like a better option so 
I mean, the position was for an assistant professor of audio production. And so I'm just like, oh, hey, listen, sign me up. Sign me up. I got to get out of here. And so it's amazing, though, because it was still God's will. Like in that time, um, everything just worked out so effortlessly. Like me telling him I was interested. One minute led to getting an email um, from a lady, a wonderful lady by the name of Sean Newhouse, um, who, uh, you know, just opened up you know, opened up a really great opportunity for me to be interviewed, pursuing my candidacy. And that interview went well. And then that led to an official interview, you know, where it was down to me and another candidate. Um, and I was just really anxious, you know, I was like, man, I mean, once they actually told me to come in for an interview and they said, Hey, we'd like you to actually teach. That sounds like, Whoa, you know, cause I had never taught before in life, let alone for 45 minutes. So I was like, how is this going to go? But something in my faith is said, you know, just do this. What do you have to lose? And so, you know, come interview day, they, they, they had me come down to Grand Rapids. I interview that day, come to find out that the other candidate pulled out. And I'll tell you, being there was unlike any other interview experience I ever had. Like it's a different experience, y'all. And I'm sure my believers out there can attest to this. It's a different feeling when you're working in a Christ-like environment, it just feels more organic. And I had never, I don't think I was ever more comfortable during an interview. I don't think I was more confident during an interview, you know? And they weren't just asking you the kind of questions that, you know, you might get asked as an, a potential candidate uh, in the corporate world, uh, you know, that are related to the job. They were asking me things about my testimony, my life experiences, things I went through. I was able to talk about a lot of things with them that I wouldn't talk about at a regular interview. And so it went really well. I had nailed it. And get this, um, I actually found out that I could not return to my computer data entry assistant job while I was actually interviewing for it, right? Uh, which was crazy. It's like, okay, now you don't have a job. You're at this interview. Um, and now you're like, man, whew, you're just going to have to hope for the best on this one. And, you know, such was the case. Um, it had gone well. I waited to hear back. Um, and obviously, in that period of time, I just decided to do Uber. I was an Uber driver previously, so I decided to do that temporarily in the Chicago area while I was waiting to hear back for the assistant professor position. Surely enough, I heard back. I, I was offered the position, which was amazing. It paid really well. And it, uh, again, y'all, this guy was about to get married. Y'all know how that go. And it was like a complete blessing at the right time. I had heard back in May, we were going to get married in September of 2019. As you can imagine, like it was like, it was like an unexpected miracle, uh, truly. Um, and so I was so thankful that happened, you know, and, um, obviously once I got into the job, I got, you know, more experience being an audio production professor. I had a great experience working with the people who I worked with there, the people I met there. Um, but you know, unfortunately, uh, that position did come to a close due to COVID-19. Uh, real unfortunate, but that was, such was the case. Um, but I will say, again, it was still a blessing in disguise because I had some aspirations. I still had that itch to pursue music and pursue video production and pursue photography. And I felt as though I was being counterproductive to those goals. So um, all that to say, though, I still want to focus. I know that was a lot, but let me kind of talk about projection. So I'm kind of back to square one, right? I'm back now with without a job since I got laid off from the assistant professor position, right? Thanks to God, glory to God, they're still going to pay me till August. But now here I am, right? And again, the blessing of this quarantine is it's given a lot of people time to kind of refocus and reflect. Such was the case for me. It, it made me decide, you know what? I'm tired of settling. I'm not going to settle. I'm going to go after what I want to do. And so I just started doing what I did before. I had gotten the cornerstone 
uh, university assistant professor position. I just started applying for jobs again, and I find myself being in the same position I was uh, when I was in that post-grad depression, where I was letting the the the, the, uh, the uh, rejection of um, you know uh, not getting a job get to my head or get frustrated. You know, feeling like man, like these people are they don't think I'm good enough, right? Um, and all that all that to say as well. You know, my wife and I we know that what happened with my previous job is also a revelation that God still wants us to go to Dallas. And so we're currently trying to make that happen. Right. Um, and here I am applying in the midst of all that for new jobs. And then I get to thinking, well, you know what, if these doors aren't opening, it doesn't have to mean that it's because, you know, you're not good enough. It could just mean that, Hey, a closed door just means a better door will open up for you, right? Um, I want to touch on scripture real quick. So in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, uh, for, the, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper, prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Okay, the Lord wants to, like, think about this, right? God created us, right? And yes, we have free will. But if we are seeking a loving father and we are seeking him and asking him uh, for the things that we want to see play out in our lives, right? We have to know that he cares about our happiness, right? You have to know if he was willing to bring himself down to this world to die for us so that we could be saved. I mean, how much more do you feel he would do for your future, for your for your for your uh, your career, for your life? For your purpose right and so i started thinking about that and um i think another thing that helped me was i watched a guy by the name of jay shetty shout out to jay shetty i really appreciate your encouraging messages bro appreciate you um and basically long story short in his and he had this video where there was this guy uh, he was an employee for this corporate i think it was a business company and his boss basically told him we gotta let you go long story short we just don't think you're a good fit you know, and he was upset because he's like, well, I've been here five years. I deserve to be promoted and, and whoop-de-whoop-whoop and, and, you know, ex, uh, da-da-da-da-da. And, and the, 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 the scene fast forward to about two years later and the, the former employee bumps into his former boss. They greet each other. They're cordial. And the employee's like, oh, yeah, no, listen, I appreciate you, what you did. I appreciate that you fired me because, you know, now I'm actually, I'm working, you know, I'm running my own business. You know, I'm, I'm doing well, you know, in my own business. And the scene shows, you know, them like seeing each other off. The former employee walks away and we're just left with uh, the former um, boss. And he kind of just looks down. Right. And it, I, I assume in that moment, he's thinking, wow, like maybe. Maybe I dropped the ball. Maybe I shouldn't have let this guy go. Right. And so that's the thing. I mean. I was blessed by that message because something else that I got from the video was in our pain, we find our greatest power um, and success. It's not built on success. It's built on failure. Right. And so I'm seeing this in light of what I'm currently going through. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, well, you know what? Like, I don't have to let other people define my abilities. I know what I want to do. Right. And thus, Tunday Media. Right. That's a company that I've just started. You know, I've ordered business cards. Um, uh, Tunday Media is a company that specializes basically in um, media production, uh, mixing and mastering and photography. 
Um, and that's, you know, I'm, I'm getting that up and running and I'm realizing, well, maybe I'm just a person who just so happens to be called to run my own business. If, and I, I want to use that, that to say, to encourage you guys for all my, for all my creators out there who are frustrated with the media industry or frustrated with the film industry, video industry, whatever. Um, I want to encourage you. Don't be this. Don't be discouraged. I want to encourage you not to be discouraged. I want to encourage you to know that you are enough. You are enough. You have talent, you have potential. Um, and, and you, um, again, if one door closes, it, that's just, that's great news. Cause now that means that something better is going to happen. Every setback, uh, is a setup for a comeback. Right. And so I'm feeling this way when I'm in the space of starting this new company to day media now. And, um, yeah, I'm just realizing that we don't have to wait for opportunities to come to us. We don't always have to wait for those opportunities to come. Sometimes you can try and make those opportunities yourself. Um, so yeah, again, I just want to, uh, encourage you guys out there, you know, in terms of dealing with rejection, um, we're going to go through it in life. Um, but don't, don't, don't let that define you or validate you. Okay. Don't let anyone, don't let anyone validate you. Don't let a job validate you. Don't let someone tell you just because they say you're not a good fit. You know, don't let that, don't let that make you question your abilities. Let that encourage you to actually improving your craft let that encourage you to actually uh come out five times better and stronger right or let that encourage you to start your own thing do your own business you know freelance if you're into you know music videos and you're trying to build your way up freelance go on instagram talk to a bunch of reach out to anybody who, who will you know give you a a second look build a website put start putting your work on a website you know just get out there and and and, and put yourself out there that's what i'm doing right now i'm just saying that to encourage you guys all right um, so yeah, that's, that's all I have for, um, today's podcast. Uh, hopefully you enjoy this. If you enjoy this, please, you know, tune into this podcast. Um, a lot of cool things will be happening really soon. I'm planning to start a YouTube channel, uh, as well for this podcast. So definitely stay tuned on that. Um, but until next time, uh, it's your boy Tunde and this is Faith Talk.